welcome to the Center in the Saint. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Allison Kane. Have you ever felt like... Yes. Perfect! <laughs> Episode over. <laughs> the end. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's funny. <laughs> Have you ever felt like God was calling you to something? And that... Okay, that sounds woo-woo and I'm sorry I said it. Do you ever feel like there's something laid on your heart? Like, you... This is what I want you to do next. And then here's your next step. And, and I answer in two ways. I'm really tired. What, when, when am I doing this, sir? Hey, man upstairs. When and how? I'm tired. Yes. Can I just tap out for a minute? Yeah. <laughs> I call it getting off the crazy train. Yeah, I but just I'm the conductor. Like, Who's going to take over oh the wheel? <laughs> I just jump out. I imagine myself just jumping out of a moving train sometimes because that's the only way to escape it. Yeah. And so, but here, so I think the reason why I'm overwhelmed with it is because I'm coming up with all of the things that need to happen mm. and what I need to do when that isn't what God has called me to yet. Oh, right. Yes. You're putting a little few more stones in your wagon. Well, that, and also I'm running down the path. Right. Not just taking it step by step. Correct. Which is why I'm tired. Yeah. Are you, are you feeling burned out? I get, yes. On fire. <laughs> fire! Burn, baby burn. I like it. <laughs> well, I thought we would talk about burnout today. Oh, good. I am well-versed. Yeah. <laughs> I think that sometimes as we are moving so fast in life, we don't actually stop to recognize when we're burnout, when we are experiencing burnout. I uh, and then it hits and you and there's there's no avoiding it. You've kind of already taken the train. You didn't jump out of the train. Right. You took it straight over the cliff when the tracks were out. Yeah. Yes, because you weren't paying attention. And so I thought we could talk about how do we know what are some signs that we're experiencing burnout and then what is the antidote for it? Do you have bullet points for this? Um, yes. Okay. I'm like, am I supposed to have the answers? Cause I'm yeah. living it right now. So I don't know what I got. <laughs> well, it's really easy cause I've gone through burnout a lot. Um, there are, I think many of us do right <laughs> through different times in our lives. It could just be those of you that have gone through a senior year. Ooh. Um, and all the graduation stuff, or those of you that have been going through maybe a wedding when all of your kids' friends are getting married, or maybe you've been attending, you've been in a thousand weddings, like that's a season of burnout in a different way. Sometimes it's work, sometimes it's relationships, sometimes we just, I don't know. But if you're feeling, I think one of the top ways to tell is if you're feeling overwhelmed and it just seems like, you know, our to-do list, I love a list. I know you do. Um, is never going to be done. In life, in whatever, right? Your physical work or your just life, like you just, you're never going to be able to check everything off your list. And sometimes it's not like, I'm not talking about go to the store to get toothpaste. I'm talking about, you know, launching a kid. I'm talking about getting a family member to Christ. I'm talking about like we take on all these responsibilities and there are all these things maybe on our prayer wall that just seem to be adding up. And normally they don't 
you know, you're just trusting God with those things. Right. But when you're experiencing burnout, all of that just becomes really overwhelming. And then that flows into your daily checklist. Yeah. And then I really can't go get the toothpaste. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, no, that just takes way too much energy. Right. I just can't even get up off the couch. I just need to read a book. Yeah. Like two fiction books. I read two fiction books in like a week and a half. It was great. But now it's time to return them to the library and get back in the saddle. But sometimes we need a break in our brains. And so that is really, I've done that before too. It's like escape from reality or a two hour movie or something. Also, when you feel like you're in a pit or a rut and you just can't get out, that's burnout. That's burnout. That's burnout. Like you're you're stuck there. You know, we've talked about being in the pit before, the rules of pit dwelling, but you're in it and you just cannot get out. You cannot get motivated to take that next step on the ladder out of the pit, no matter what you do. So do you think that sometimes we get here because we've put ourselves here? A hundred percent. Meaning, you know, if something is so exhausting and nothing is going as planned and you're hitting a million roadblocks and there's no peace in your heart, you're probably doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's part of the antidote that we're going to talk about too. But I wanted to cover two more things that might show that you're in burnout. Okay. Um, I think that we get a little bitter towards God and others when we're burned out. Yeah, like, don't you tell me a scripture. Yeah. <laughs> you better not say a scripture. You better have a funny meme coming out. Uh-huh, and it might, it should have a cuss word in it. Right. I mean, have you noticed that? When you're burned out, you've got zero capacity for grace. You're a little angry at God because you're blaming Him for everything. You know, all this extra stuff, like, why would you do this to me? I, you know I can't handle this right now. Blah, 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 blah. Or just people around you. Do you know how exhausting God must be? Like, I know God doesn't get exhausted. I'm tired for him. I know. I think of the times that, like, I thought maybe I was supposed to do X, Y, Z, and I conjured up this great project to do in the name of God. And then when it doesn't work out, I'm like, really, God? Where are you at? He's like, I wasn't actually going that way. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. (laughs) You jumped right, girl, and I went left. You took a road trip, but I was on the ferry. How, how exhausting. I know. It's just a good thing he doesn't get tired. I mean, yeah. just with me. Right? I, I'm, I'm literally just I mean, about I could make thing. God quit. <laughs> you know, just me by myself. Think about the whole world. It'd be, I'm just so glad he is who he is. Um, because otherwise he would have quit a long time ago. <laughs> right? Well, and those everyday tasks completely overwhelm you when you're burned out. I mean, like you were saying, just going to get toothpaste. It just seems impossible. During conference season, you could not ask me to dust the house. There's no way. It was so overwhelming. I'm, when was the last time I dusted my house? I'm just laughing because I don't dust my house. <laughs> okay, but... I put, mean, maybe every now and then. Put yourself in my OCD shoes. I okay? know. I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, well, if I go by that, then that's not just saying much for me. Okay. <laughs> But yes, coming from you. Yes. Like, yes. when's the last time I really got to deep clean this house and clean the baseboards? So long ago. I want I want you to come clean my baseboards next time you're stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I might even help you because, you know, you're fun to be with. <laughs> right. Well, so in Psalm 69, 1 through 2, it says, The floodwaters are up to my neck. Mm-hmm. Deeper and deeper I sink into the mire and I can't find a foothold. That's what burnout feels like. Anybody there? Anybody? Uh, we cannot be the only people that have experienced this. It is very human, but there is an antidote for it. Give it to me, girl, because I feel like I'm climbing out. Well, we got to sit down, and which seems weird when you're burned out because you kind of are sitting, but you don't just sit and just your mind freezes. Evaluate. And it goes back to what you were saying. Sometimes we put ourselves in this spot. and But ask yourself, am I trying to do this all on my own? Mm-hmm. Or am I inviting God into these things? Did he even ask me? Yeah. Did I, he even open this door? It's a little too late to invite God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. supposed to invite him in the planning session. <laughs> Actually, he invites you. Right. Let's go all the way down back to that. Yes. It's always better to start with him in the beginning. And I think that over time, as we experience God, as we talked about last week, these experiences we have with him, and knowledge of him, we understand that and we begin to practice that, but you still forget it sometimes. Right. Or there's some things that may, it may seem not as intuitive to go to him about because it seems so simple. So we just leave him out because it's like, I don't think he really cares about this, whatever, but he does. And it's important. And I think it's an important question to ask yourself is why am I doing this? Yes. What am I gaining from this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Where are where do my intentions lie? That's a good one. So, and expectations. I know God is expecting me to do something. I'm going to lay it out there. Four or five months ago, this is your season to host. This mm-hmm. is your season to gather people. I've done this before. I did it really well in Texas. Mm-hmm. I've tried to kickstart it here in North Carolina, and it fizzled out so fast because of various things. Well, that's because I was just relying on the old experience. Mm-hmm. And I was just, well, I think this should happen, and then we should do this. And then I got other people involved, and we got their opinions in there. And it was definitely with good intentions and with God-spirited things in mind. It was people-ordained. Yeah, girl, God it was people-ordained. <laughs> a lot of that don't we we're so good at that well asking yourself too am am i using god's power and strength to make this happen Mm. or am i just counting on myself right that is a huge one and i think i have to stop and go what is it today what is it that god's calling me to do today with the resources that i have because if i'm thinking well, God has asked, here's how I could do this. You ready to hear this little twist? Uh-huh. All right. Oh, God, I hear you saying that we should gather. People love to gather at the beach. Maybe I should go get a beach house. <laughs> and we'll gather in your name at the beach where people will be closer to you. There you go. That is where Melissa would take this. Uh-huh. But instead, it's like, no, God's calling you to do something right now with the resources that you have. Right. Which is today. our back porch. Which is my table. Right. And I it's love a, that. Right. And then the next day, what do I need to do today, God, for it? Mm. Not, I'm going to go do this because I really want to go buy some cute melamine plates. Oh, yes. 
That's not what it's about. Oh. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That wasn't in the plan. Right, God. Right. Right. Yeah. Do you see where I'm going with this? Uh-huh. Like, it's the little things. Absolutely. Well, we get really tired. Right. Because then you go and you start looking for a play. You start buying property. And then you get stretched financially. And then your plates, they break. And you have to return them. And it's so much work. And, oh, my gosh, this is so frustrating. And I'm just trying to gather people in the name of Jesus. And yeah, you call me to this, God. And now I'm financially stressed and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, um, no. <laughs> Actually, that's that not, was not it, ma'am. That's right. That's not. Because the Lord never grows weary or weak. And he gives power mm-hmm. to us that are weak. He gives strength to the powerless, those who trust in him. This is in Isaiah 40. We will soar high on wings like eagles. But not if we're like weighted down with, um, not if our eagle has cement right. blocks <laughs> tied around its feet right a little tougher but we do that to ourselves but when we cut those ropes with the cinder blocks off of the eagle's feet we can really fly yeah our worldly stuff well burnout also comes when we take on too much responsibility for ourselves you know um this is this is so so me we have to recognize our limits learn to say no delegate learn to ask for help and this gives we've talked about this a thousand times it's like healthy boundaries gives other people the opportunity to serve to step up but burnout comes when we take on everything for ourselves and then ask why am i doing that am i trying to feel important do i need this to feel special that's red flag yes Not a good reason. You know, allow other people into the fold. God isn't going to give you anything that is too much for you. And you and I have talked before. We generally have patterns, right? Behavioral patterns meaning, oh, well, God is not calling me to serve at church because I am very busy. However, I am serving 72 hours a week at the PTA. Right. And I'm very busy. So we'll trade one for the other. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I see so many patterns in my life. Thankfully, you see patterns in my life. And you go, hey, girl, wait a minute. <laughs> well, that's why we have godly friends. That's which right. Is so important because <laughs> you do the same for me. But that recognizing that in ourselves, and that also goes back to control. Um, when we, burnout is going to come, but the antidote for it is to delegate, to learn to say no, to not be fluffing up self. Mm-hmm. and pride, but focus on God's plan and the heart of others, giving them an opportunity to grow. And then another really important antidote, and we talk about this one a lot, I think, with just scripture meditation and taking time for yourself, but rest, truly resting. That book, Sacred Rest, that you and I read a couple years ago. Yes. I have a paper with all of the different types of rest and what it looks like when you need it Mm. and then the ways that that plays out in my life the best we need to post that and so whenever i have i'm feeling some a certain way i go and i look i wonder what it is that i'm missing right now what what rest am i not getting in my life that 
is great. Do you think we can post that? Yeah. If we make it pretty in Canva, I'll yeah. do it. Okay. Send it to me. I think when we don't stay on top of this on rest, because what is happening in the time of rest and it is sitting with the Lord. It is taking in stillness. It is taking in quiet. It's, it's reflecting. It's reflecting on your heart conversation with the Lord. This is the rest we're speaking of. And there are different kinds of rest that we don't have time to go into. That would be a great podcast talking about all the different types of rest that there are that God calls us to. But again, as we've talked about so many times, even Jesus got away and he was Jesus. He can do everything right. so much more than we're, we were born and made to do. And he still had to get away to rest and to recharge. And that is a huge antidote for burnout. Because when we lose our connection with the Lord, mm-hmm. we are, we're, we're headed to burnout. There's, there's just no other option. And, you know, one of the things that we've talked about before is sitting with God and going, God, what? This is what I feel like I'm called to do, but take away what I'm not called to do. Yes. Every six months I do that, sometimes more often. Mm-hmm. But, you know, recently I've been feeling the little bit of the strain of all the things that I'm doing. And I very clearly felt God go, it's just a season. Oh. It's such a short season, Melissa. Keep seeing it through. And then telling me why I'm in it. This is what I'm doing through this. Keep seeing it through. There is light at the end of the tunnel. But I had to pause and go. Wow, that's great. But that's that you didn't lose your connection with the Lord. Right. You stayed connected. And then so you'll persevere because when you are, then you're taking on, you're doing that through his strength, not yours. Because it's his plan. So he will provide for you. Mm -hmm. If he's calling us into that, even if it's for a short season, it will be his strength. Yes. That, that takes us through, not our own. And it's not lazy to rest. Right. Which I love that. My it husband, takes way more work, honestly. My husband's not used to seeing me do that. Mm-hmm. And so when I do it, he's like, are you okay? I'm yeah. like, are you I'm just you have a fever? <laughs> reading right now. I'm just reading a book just for pleasure, just to stop the mind from churning. <laughs> I heard somebody say once that sometimes in order to speed up, we have to slow down. Yes. Isn't that so good? Mm-hmm. I just told you what I said. I've been idling low for two weeks, two plus weeks, and it's okay. Yes. Because when I get back in the saddle, I am like excited and rejuvenated and creative and I have space. Yes. Yeah. Taking that, honoring that in yourself mm-hmm. is huge because I don't think you would have done that two years ago, honestly. No. I mean, this is a new thing you've been working on. Well, you know what? It's when I realize you and I get away one or two nights Mm -hmm. a year together, and we just have a brainstorming session, or there's normally a project that we're working on, but we get so much rest in the middle of it. We do. And my husband's like, what'd you do? I'm like, well, I napped, and I read a book, and we ate at some restaurants, but then we also... Blah, 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 blah. And we accomplish so much. I know. Because our, we are in a good uh, balance. Yes. That rhythm feels more natural. Yeah. But it's easier to do that when you're carved out of your at-home space, for sure. There's no way it would have happened in my house. Right. <laughs> 
but it's learning to take that rhythm into a daily life yes, right. and figure out what that kind of looks like. And it's not going to be the same as when you get away. But We're getting away is amazing. <laughs> but it is possible. Yeah. And I love that in Isaiah thirty fifteen it says, Only in returning to me and resting in me will you be saved. In quietness and confidence is your strength. Mm-hmm. And there is so much to that. So it's, it's pretty clear, I think. We don't have any question about when we're in burnout sometimes. Sometimes I think we get a little bit too far down the road, and then we might snap, and then we're like, ooh, yeah, yeah. I have been a little off. But it's focusing on those antidotes to climb out of it, sitting still, spending time with God, leaning on Him, learning to take on only the responsibilities that He's asked you to take on, yes. focused on those, recognizing your own limits. We all have them. Saying no, delegating, and then truly resting in God's presence. And do I dare add embracing what is happening today in your life, whatever it is? Yes. I mean, I think that goes back to last week's episode. Instead of just enduring, embrace. Yeah. Embrace this the long summer with your kids and you're not sure what you're going to do because quite frankly, if we're honest, they're getting in the way of your agenda. Right. <laughs> but, you know, our agenda and God's choice for our lives, very different That's, sometimes. And let me tell you, as one with... I was getting ready to say, let it rip, girl. I know it's in your heart. With one in college and one that's got one more year of high school, those times are fleeting. And it's so annoying when people tell you that, right? Right. That it goes by so fast. It goes by so fast. So when you're packing the snack bag for the pool Mm -hmm. or for the playground and it's going to be hot, man, you're going to miss it. That's your mission field. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, we hope this has given you some insight to burnout. So hang in there and don't burn, baby, burn this summer. Love it. (laughs) You're not even going to sing that? Burn, baby, burn. (laughs) There you go. I was waiting for her to bust out in song. Uh, Thanks for joining us this week on The Center and the Saint. 